G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. In our last podcast, we looked at Nadab and Abihu being consumed by God's fire. We read and learnt that the main lesson was about inappropriate worship. One of the main lessons we learnt from that incident was regarding inappropriate worship. However, from that incident, I think there is a greater lesson for us today. Let's go. Now today in the 21st century, we have a problem. We are quite comfortable with a God of love, peace, joy, gentleness and kindness. If that is the limit of our vision of God, then may I suggest that our vision and opinion of God is too small. Perhaps our God, then, is too nice or too comfortable. Yet a problem seemingly remains. How on earth can a God of love, peace, gentleness, kindness and joy act like this against two of his dedicated servants, Nadab and Abihu? Is that not a God who is at odds with himself? The first thing we can say here about God is that while he is most assuredly a God of love, kindness and peace and joy, he is also a God of holiness and judgment. He is a God who judges. That is plainly evident from this passage in Leviticus chapter 10. We need to acknowledge God as a great lover, but also as a terrifying judge. God who cares and comforts, but also a God who challenges. And the writer of the book of Hebrews reminds us that it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God who is a consuming fire. We remember also that God always prefers obedience to sacrifice. And love, love involves judging and making judgment. The judgment of God is unbiased, God shows no favoritism, and he is always just, and he is always right. It reflects his mercy so that nobody can claim God is unfair. But God is not merely a God of mercy, peace, and love, but also, as we have seen, he is a holy God who judges and administers justice impartially in accordance with his mercy, peace, and love. Not only is he a God who judges but he is also a God who has great wrath. It is an essential, permanent and indelible part of his character. God's wrath may be slow to burn, but it is still anger and wrath. The holiness of God requires that he punishes sin through his wrath. What sort of God would he have been if he had not done what he did to Nadab and Abihu? What if he had said to them, Well, that's okay, boys. You'll get it right next time well then God would most certainly be seen as a capricious, unjust, fickle and hostile being. It's not a popular subject these days in our churches. Most churches mumble when it comes to Bible passages such as this. While most sections of our society and indeed parts of the church view God as a doddery, benevolent being sitting benignly in the sky in his rocking chair and mildly tutting when people disobey his commands. But God is not a benevolent grandfather figure in the sky. 
and neither is his wrath or anger unwarranted, immoral, cruel, fickle, spiteful, or capricious. God's wrath is always to administer and mete out a divine, loving justice, which corresponds to God's innate and essential characteristics and attributes of light, perfection, and holiness. That's the picture given by all the Bible writers. And when we speak of a perfect God in human terms, whether that is being a wrathful judge or a tremendous lover, it reflects the imperfect limitations of our humanity. Secondly, God's honour was at stake. God is both zealous and jealous for his own honour and name. God can only act within the confines of his own characteristics and attributes. God must always work out of his immutable holiness. God was passionate about living at the centre of his people and there was no way he could allow renegade priests to disobediently defile his dwelling place. Nadab and Abihu were punished because they worked in his immediate presence as illustrated in verse 3. If God had not punished them, then that would have made God out to be a hypocrite and a liar, acting contrary to his own essential nature. He would have been seen as an impotent God with seemingly multiple personalities. And this story illustrates that Nadab and Abihu had to serve as an example, which is why we have the story. Thirdly, Nadab and Abihu broke the guidelines given by God on how to enter into his presence. They took the wrong fire, went at the wrong time, and were ill-prepared for such an occasion. In a sinful and disobedient state, they entered a place of God's holy presence. People full of sin can never enter into a place where God resides because God is uniquely holy, sinless, and perfect without fault or defect. Nadab and Abihu chose, for whatever reason, either intentionally or unintentionally, to break God's guidelines in how, where and when to offer a sacrifice. There is no indication, however, from the biblical text, that they were eternally separated from God at their death, as in judgment of their sins. But rather it seems they were judged according to what they did with their abilities, talents and gifting as ministers in his service. So, what's all this got to do with us today? And to answer that, you'll have to come back to our next podcast tomorrow. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple wherever you are in this world to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.